everyone. Welcome to this week's podcast. Today we are chatting about procrastination and self-sabotage. And the reason for that is because this almost got the better of me last week. So I wanted to share a little bit about what happened and the things that I do to overcome procrastination when it comes at me. So grab yourself a cup of tea and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, Laura. How are you going? I'm very good. It's the beginning of a week and I like Mondays. For some reason, knowing that I have a full week ahead of me to get stuff done always kind of puts me in a good mood, which is very different to when I used to work in an office. What about you? Do you like Mondays? Believe it or not, I absolutely love Mondays. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this morning I got up, I went training, I came home, I took the kids to school. Uh, Sophia had a bit of a problem because they have photos, school photos today. So I had the time to bring her back to the house fix the problem, bring her, back drama. To, yeah, bring her back to school. Yeah, it was, it, there was no rush. There was, it, yeah, I don't mind Mondays. Yeah, so speaking of, uh, I guess, a new week and getting stuff done, this week we're talking about the topic of procrastination and self-sabotage. And the reason for that is because last week this kind of reared its ugly head for me. Uh, we were we had plans to film a new online class and I was doing everything to avoid and wriggle my way out of this. I was cleaning the house, I was doing my accounting and making up all these excuses. But eventually we sort of got to the crux of what the problem was and we worked through it. And I thought I thought it was a really good example of procrastination and I guess how to deal with it when it comes up because having I guess strategies for coping with procrastination is super important when you're running a creative business. Being able to show up consistently and do all the things that you need to do as a business owner is absolutely paramount. It's, 100%. It, you have to do the work. There is no other way. There's no cop out. If you don't do the work, it doesn't get done. That's right. And every time that I get asked by someone you know, how do you go about setting up a biz- an art business or running a successful, profitable business? And when I respond to that question, it always has one word in it, consistency. You need to be consistent, consistent about making art, consistent about posting on social media, marketing, managing your finances, you know, maintaining your website. All of those things need your attention. So this episode is really about how to deal with procrastination and do the work when it feels hard. So on those days when you just don't want to do it, you don't, you're not feeling it. It's okay to have the odd day where you, you know you have a break. Uh, it's not about that. It's about those other days when deep down you know that there's you're sabotaging yourself. There's something else going on there. Before we get into the episode, I also wanted to mention that we actually captured this situation on camera this week and recorded a vlog where you can actually see me going into the studio, not really sure about what I'm going to do, but I decide to just get started anyway. So you'll see a little bit of painting in that video and you'll also see me go out looking for inspiration in our local neighborhood. So it's a really cool little bonus video that you can access through the show notes for this episode. So I'm going to link that. And if you want to get the vlogs every week in your inbox, make sure you sign up to my newsletter list. So we're on a bit of a new schedule where we have dedicated days to certain things 
certain aspects of our business. So we've blocked out some time for filming and we're doing filming on Thursdays and Fridays. Fridays. It came to Thursday last week and we had our filming day and the plan was to film our new online class. So we're putting together a class on abstract landscapes and this is where the problem started (laughs) (laughs) because whenever I'm putting together a new thing, like a new class or something something that I'm attaching a lot of importance to. You know, it's something that I, what would you call it? It's like your baby almost. You know, I feel like that way. I feel that way about my classes, my online classes. As soon as you have that kind of attachment, then something happens. The fear starts to invade your thoughts and I start thinking things like, is this going to be good enough? Do I know enough about abstract landscapes? Do I even paint abstract landscapes? What am I going to talk about? Will people like this? Will will this be helpful for people? And that's and that's where the problem of procrastination starts. It wasn't until the other day you mentioned to me the difference between procrastination and lack of motivation. Because for some reason in my own head, I thought they were the same thing, but they're not. They're they're not even close. And you opened up my eyes basically to what procrastination is. It's kind of like one of those revelations that blows you away. You're putting things off because you're afraid of doing them. I read a very interesting article, and this was a while back in the New York Times, and I've actually got, I'll I'll link it because it is called Why You Procrastinate. It has nothing to do with self-control. And in this article, it talks about how procrastination isn't laziness. And I related to this because when I procrastinate, what I tend to do is avoid the thing that's important but I go and do something else, you know, like I'll often make myself very busy. So I'm not being lazy. I'm kind of just avoiding something. So I'll I'll do things like get on my computer and pretend that I've got important emails that I need to respond to. And I'll trick myself into thinking that I'm doing the right thing by doing the emails. But deep down, I know that I'm actually just avoiding the thing that's scary. So this article talks about the emotional side of procrastination and how We often procrastinate because we have some negative emotions associated with the thing that we are avoiding. So that can be that we feel scared or anxious or even feelings of low self-esteem. And sometimes this could, you could relate this to if you were procrastinating about decluttering your home, you start to feel like it's all too overwhelming and you're, and you're, you know, you start feeling like bad about yourself how you sort of manage your life and do you know what I mean? Like you start to kind of like, and so you don't take action or even if you're thinking about like updating, you know, your clothes and your wardrobe and stuff like that, but you start to actually start to get negative about yourself. Yeah. Like you're, you're, you're cleaning out your closet and you're cleaning your house and then all of a sudden you've gone from, this is great. I'm decluttering to oh my God, I'm a pig. That's basically what I was trying to say. Do, do you know, know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you look around your house and it's and you don't take action because of that negative emotion. So I thought this article was very interesting. So it's well worth a read um, because it's it changed the way that I think about procrastination and it made me more understanding and compassionate about what emotions are showing up for me in this situation. And even an awareness of your emotional state is very powerful as far as them moving through it. So it's all well and good 
diagnosing yourself as a procrastinator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do we do about it? I think the first step is definitely around awareness of your procrastination and talking about it. And what I found in the example that I gave of last week was that things started to get better once I said to you, I'm dragging my heels here because this is hard and I feel scared when I make an online class. I worry about how it's going to be received. I don't know if it's going to be good enough. I want it to be better than the last one. And as soon as I started to say those things, then you understood what was going on too. You realized that I wasn't just trying to annoy you by vacuuming and taking an hour to do my hair. Like I was, you could see that there was something going on there that was rooted in fear. So the acknowledgement part is very helpful and it enables us to be more compassionate with ourselves and with others when they are procrastinating. What happened with this was that you, and this is where sometimes it can be great to have someone that you can work with or, or bounce ideas around. It might be a coach or someone that you buddy up with because when you are both aware of these patterns, you can do things that help each other. For me, what you did was helped me to make a small start. So you looked at what could we do that would be easy and made it smaller. Actually, just made it more fun as well and enjoyable. So your suggestion was how about we get the cameras rolling, we get into the studio and we record something that's a little bit more casual. It might not end up being in the class, it might end up being a vlog, but it will be about the class. So it might just be some bonus footage, for example. But let's not go off on a tangent and do something else. Let's stay focused on the idea of the abstract landscape, but just record something. Might end up just being a, what do you call it? Like a little an outtake. Yeah, an outtake <clears throat> or something. So that was your way of saying, well, we're going to do something, but it doesn't need to be perfect effectively. So this idea of just, just taking a small step, doing something small is one that I use again and again when I'm procrastinating. So if I'm procrastinating on something like the podcast, I will say to myself, how about you just come up with the graphics, do the, do the Canva graphics for the podcast. That's not a very big job. It takes 10, you know, 10 minutes or so just to make some graphics to put on my website and promote on Instagram story. So I'm talking about like story posts or things. That to me is quite easy. It needs to be done. It's related to the task, but it's a, it's a small step. So that's what I try and do when I'm procrastinating is to make the task, the first task, small. So if you're coming up with a new body of work, you might just play around with what color palette am I going to use or choosing your substrate or ordering the supplies that you need. Like how can you make a little a little task? Just something and this I'm doing this a lot actually in every day at the moment is just focusing on small things that I can finish, little chunks. Yeah, little wins. Yeah, little wins, little victories. Yeah. And I talked about last week how I've been getting up early in the morning. So I've been doing a little bit of work between 6 a.m. and 8 a.m. And during that time, I'm, I'm focusing on these little wins. What could I do in that time that would be a completed chunk of something and a little victory to start the day? And that's helping me get past procrastination on a consistent daily basis. And I know this sounds so cliche, but you get up early, you get two or three small jobs done, and there's a couple of wins in the bank before the day even starts. Mm. Now compare that to waking up late, running around, shouting at the kids because they're not dressed quick enough. 
halfway to the car, realizing it's the photographs day, going back in, getting their hair all neat and tidy, changing their dirty top to the clean top, putting them back in the car, getting to school. By the time you get to the office, your day is destroyed. It's over. <laughs> that that was my life for yeah. a good five years or so. <laughs> the, reason, the reason I brought it up is because today mm. we had the same day, only it's two years later. We had the same issues, the photos. The drama. The drama. Yeah everything but we'd woken up this morning we were up early we'd gotten stuff done the podcast notes were ready everything was perfect yeah and now here we are relaxed doing the podcast if we didn't have those changes in our lives and we were still doing this job because i know maybe people are thinking oh yeah well you work for yourself all you're doing is a podcast today well if we had all that drama this morning we wouldn't have recorded this podcast we wouldn't have been in the mindset the day would have been ruined yeah that's right so Little wins. If you can have a win the first thing in the morning, then your day is pretty much set. That's why people say having a workout in the morning is great. It's not so much for the physical exercise. It's just a little win. Yes. You did something you didn't want to do and you did it anyway and now you feel great. Yeah, it's like I think it was Tim Ferriss who used the um, kind of phrase, win the morning, win the day. I think that came from him. You know, you like you hear that sort of stuff bandied about a lot. But the past few weeks I've been getting up early and I said to you only the other day, I was like, geez, they're right, Rich. Like mm. there, there is a reason why so many people get up early. Like winning the, the morning sets you up for a great day. Well, it was interesting. And I can't remember who I was listening to now, but they were talking about when you first start getting up early, even just the fact that you get up early, you've won the day. So to have that mindset and not worry too much about the morning itself being productive to start with, just actually go, well, I got up. I've already won. Yeah. And one of the things I've noticed as well is that I really enjoy seeing the sun come up. Like it's just a little pleasure to me because my desk is near the window and I look out and I just I just see the sun rising. So even just getting up and just witnessing the sunrise is a win. So anyway. Enough of that Enough of that. <laughs> Just do it I'm for gonna yourself. do it. I'm gonna do it quietly now, everyone, and, and I'm gonna shut up about it and just keep doing it. And with the getting up early, it made me think about the importance of consistency even with that. Not just getting up early some days, but getting up early every day and building that habit of consistency. And I said that to you on the weekend because I said, look, I'm gonna continue even on the weekends getting up at 6 a.m. I'm just gonna get up at the same time every day. I'm gonna do it for a month first. I'm going to work on it as a habit, as a discipline, because consistency to me is the is the skill that we need to have. To be successful yeah. in anything. Yeah. To me, that's what it all comes down to. Uh, it's consistency of your efforts, and which is what led me to this podcast, because when I was thinking about consistency, in order to have consistency, you have to be able to deal with procrastination, because that's like the flip side of consistency is procrastination. So you need to be able to work through those days when you don't feel like working. That's a tough one. Like it's, you know, I think people want to hear that there's a, a way out. When I say take consistent action, it doesn't mean that you are hustling so hard that you putting stress on your health and you're not getting family time. That's not what I'm talking about at all. I'm not talking about the hustle. I'm talking about being smart with your time. That word hustle and grind, mm. it's almost toxic now. Mm. I like words like work hard, consistent, yeah. love yourself, do what needs to be done. I don't, I'm not into this 
uh, aggressive kind of hustle, rock and roll, yeah. you know, grind. Yeah, neither uh, am I. Every day is the grind. I'm not, I'm not into that at all. I'm more into the love yourself, set a goal, be consistent, deal with your obstacles, do what you love. Like I'm, I'm more about that as opposed to get out of bed, don't be a bitch, you know, yeah, all this kind that, of stuff. I'm, yeah. I, I'm not into that stuff at all. No, that's where I was, as I was chatting about this, I wanted to make sure that we made that kind of distinction about what we're talking about here because I feel like if you can get a handle on procrastination, then you're not wasting so much time. So you actually are doing the work in the sort of hours that are optimal for you to work. Yeah. And what you end up with is more free time at the end of it. In order to be consistent, you have to have a really singular mindset. So by default, you become very focused yes. on what you're doing. Like it has this an amazing knock-on effect. Mm. How do you get better at overcoming procrastination? Because, I mean, it shows up all the time. Let's face it, you procrastinate, you know, you need to cook dinner and you put it off, have a dental appointment, doctor appointment, you delay it. The thing about procrastination (laughs) is, and it's funny, is that when you call somebody out on it, they'll always shout back at you, I'm busy doing this. (laughs) (laughs) That's my, that's what I always do when you call me out on the things I haven't done. I'm like, but I'm busy and I'll rattle off like 10 things. All the things you did. And I'm like, you need to be busy doing the thing you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, exactly. So what I reckon is really good for this is, first of all, like just to tackle it head on, like I am going to get a handle on procrastination. I am going to start taking action in my life. Say that to yourself and then practice it in all aspects of your life. So practice just doing the thing that you need to do. And that could be putting your dishes in the sink. It could be picking up your clothes off the floor. RSV, this is a good one, like with if you've got kids, you know, when the party invite comes through, your kids bring home the note. I have notoriously in the past just cast that aside because it's not urgent and RSVP'd the day before or the, or after the RSVP day and said, I'm really sorry about that, but, you know, can, can Asha still come to the party? <laughs> <laughs> Even though the invitation's been stuck to the fridge for weeks. Yeah, these are the sorts of things I think that you can build the muscle with. You know, when it comes in, just respond straight away. RSVP to things as soon as you get them. You know, another one is, you know, when you haven't caught up with a friend for a really long time and you almost feel embarrassed to reach out to them because it's been so long, so you delay it even further. Send that message. Say, hey, do you want to catch up? Tackle things. Take action on things. In your art studio, you know, when you come across supplies that are running low and you're like, oh, yeah, I'll I'll order that later. Write a list and go and order the supplies you need so that when you come to create, you actually have them. Like there's just those little actions that if you become better at over time, then you get better at taking action on the bigger things as well. It's like when we were listening to Jocko. What's what's his full name? Jocko Willink. And I sent you a, um, what was it? It was a YouTube clip. Yeah, it, it, he was a big surprise for me, but he talks about how the little things matter. He talks about, you know, making that appointment, doing your taxes, putting your stuff away, like the little things matter. I totally agree with him. The little things do matter. The more you get better at the little things, the better you get at the bigger things. And with the big things, in my opinion, you need to break them down into little things anyway. So it's all about doing the little tasks, getting a handle on those, breaking it down. 
So uh, I think at the end of the day, procrastination, it's trying to protect you. It's saying to you that if you snuggle up in bed and avoid this issue, it'll be cozy for a little while, but it's not protecting you in the long term because we've all had that where we've put something off and then the next day we just feel like crap basically because now now not only haven't we done the thing, but there's kind of like a self-loathing that's coming in as well where we're we're hating on ourselves because we didn't do what we were meant to do. So you've got the double whammy then. With that said, you've got to flip it, don't you? You've got to be able to see it when it comes up, acknowledge it, and then turn it into action. You know, I don't want to sit here and say, get up out of bed early every day and no. it'll change your whole life. Like people go, Although I have almost said that recently. Yeah, <laughs> it is that powerful. Like I never really wanted to get into like the motivational type stuff. It's the difference. It's the difference that makes the difference. And, you know, we've had this podcast for a while. This is episode 56. Mm-hmm. And putting out a podcast every week. Sometimes you don't feel like it. No. And it, sometimes we procrastinate and yeah. push it back to a Tuesday yeah, or a Thursday. Yeah, moves or whatever. But at the end of the day, you have to take action. You can't avoid things forever. So becoming aware of your patterns, putting in place strategies that help you to just do the work anyway. So we've been talking a lot about the, I guess, mindset side of things, but if you want a little bit more, I guess, artsy action this week, I highly recommend that you go over to the vlog because we record a video and it's more about the actual painting and gathering inspiration. So the work that we do once we decide that we're not going to procrastinate anymore and we're actually going to do something in the studio, we share that in the vlog. So you'll see some painting, you'll see me going out and checking out our local beaches and national parks. So If you're interested in that, make sure you hop over to the show notes. And I also wanted to say a big thank you to everyone that is leaving us reviews and sharing our podcast over on Instagram. We we absolutely love reading your comments and getting your messages. And I just wanted to share the latest one that came through. Um, this is from Nancy Eda Bradham via Apple Podcasts in the USA. And she wrote, the podcast is so helpful and informative. These podcasts are a game changer for any artist who wants tips, tricks and inspiration. Love, love, love the interview with Andrea Suze. So I just wanted to say thank you to Nancy. And I also want to point you over to the interview with Andrea, which is episode 41. It's a fantastic conversation. In fact, if you don't follow Andrea Suze, make sure you go and check her out on Instagram because she is so inspiring. And I know that you'll enjoy that episode. So enough from us this week. I hope that you enjoyed the episode and that it encourages you to take some action in your creative life. Thanks again for listening in and see you again next week.